0: Hello and welcome to Harry's Strictly Podcast. I'm your host Harry Surplus and I'm here on my brand new podcast to give you my opinions and most importantly my scores on this year's dances. So sit back, relax, grab your sparkles and let's get on with the show. Week eight is here. We are getting so far into the competition. I genuinely can't believe it. I know I've said that in previous episodes but it's getting really real now. And for some reason, I feel like the pressure is starting to build up. The couples seem to just want it more than ever and they're trying to bring out the best performances they can do. Some of them did that, others not so much. For me, it was a bit of a strange night, I mean, the scoring was a little wild tonight, the dances were a little wild, I don't know. For me, it wasn't my favourite week of Strictly, and hopefully, when I'm talking about the dances in this episode, you might understand why I feel like that. I love watching the show every week, but of course we're allowed to have favourite weeks, and because we're halfway through the competition, over halfway now, that it's now becoming really serious, and it usually happens when the couples really start to feel the pressure they really want to get through and just sometimes some of the danties can be a bit hit or miss And I think the pressure is on because musicals week is next week So all the couples want to get to musicals week, which is one of my favorite weeks So I can't wait for that. We did have some up and downs this week There was a couple of stumbles some couples didn't do as well as they probably wanted to do We had another 40 for reese and nancy with their charleston and then there was a couple of score issues on dan's performance So we'll talk about that uh, but before we get into to talking about the actual dances, let's talk about the range of dances that we had. It was actually quite nice because each couple didn't do the same dance. We had nine different dances. There was quite a few ballroom in there. We had a Paso Doble, a Viennese Waltz, an American Smooth, a Samba, a Charleston, a Quick Step, an Argentine Tango, and of course, a Couple's Choice. So, a big variety of dances, and I think because no one did the same dance, it was quite hard for us to compare. For me, anyway, it was quite hard. They were all individual dances this week. It was hard to think, oh, this person did better than this person, and you know, for me, it was quite hard to score, but the judges' scores were very conflicting each other and a little bit all over the place, so we'll talk about that in this episode. Hopefully, you enjoy. Let me know what you thought of week eight. Send me a message. Let me know, and yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast, so And now let's get on with judging week eight first to take to the floor was Tilly and Nikita with a quick step and to start the show I actually really liked this one I love the production I love the colours of it and I just thought it looked really good and as a viewer at home it has to capture your attention before they've even started dancing because if it doesn't it can be a bit boring sometimes and I thought in this case we immediately were like wow this looks really good you know the production of it the AR I think it was set in Paris it looked really really good the actual dancing I actually was really quite impressed. It was light. She had great sway. And in the quick step, that's what you want. You want some slow moments, some fast moments to be swaying. And I just loved that. The extension she had with the legs at times, I thought was great. And I actually was really quite proud of her because she looked in control of this dance. She knew what she was doing. She knew where she should be. And for that, she should be proud because in her tango last week, she didn't look in control. It looked a little bit sloppy, but this was just not the case at all, it was fast and she kept that energy up throughout the performance. I think they were very clever to add the Charleston parts in there because Tilly's Charleston did amazing on week two so it was nice to see the Charleston parts in the quick step. They had lots of energy, they had swivel and they had lots of personality which I'm really happy about because I think Tilly is starting to add personality to her dances and it looks like she's enjoying it so I'm happy about that. I love the slow and fast parts, she has had great bounce on the runs. She wasn't jumping and it was just, you know, a nice skip, a nice bounce on the runs of the quick step and then she had some slow parts which I really liked. It gave us a little bit of dynamic which was perfect for me. I do agree with Anton about her positioning and I said that as she was dancing. She looked too central to Nikita and she just needs to ever so slightly go towards his right so that she's resting and sitting in his frame because the leader is giving you a frame when you dance if you're a follower. The leader's giving you the frame they want to control you and in the quick step because it's all about change of direction they will do all the change of direction they will help you move they'll help you get around the floor so I think it would have been easier for Tilly just to move to Nikita's right ever so slightly just so she's resting in his frame and really taking advantage of what he's providing her I did think at times she was possibly too far into her knees and that just made it look a little bit sunk so I just would have liked to have seen her sit up a little bit and stretch her spine but apart from that i thought it was great it was she had a beautiful sustained frame it didn't drop it didn't rise it was kept nicely in that horizontal line which is what you want so i was actually really quite impressed with this it was one of tilly's better dances and i really enjoyed it the scores are in eight Next up to take to the floor was AJ and Kai with their pasodoble, and I don't think this dance went the way it was supposed to go. I think what AJ has done is she's set a high expectation for herself without realising. Each week, you have to bring out something new, you have to bring out something fresh, and if from week one, you are incredible, you know, she got nines on week one. If that is happening, then that... Of course, it's not going to be sustained through every dance, but you have that in the back of your mind that, okay, we were brilliant on week one, brilliant on week two, etc. So we need to stay that level. So unfortunately, what AJ's done is set high expectations for herself every week. And of course, because it's dance, not every dance is going to suit you. And this just didn't suit her. Um, I didn't really get Paso feeling from it. It didn't look like recognisable Paso to me. I don't know whether that was the production, the music, the dress. I really don't know, but something was just off about this. I don't think they had much connection between them. And I think this was the first time that I've noticed this. Every other dance, they've been so connected to each other. They've danced as one. They've really understood the connection. But for me, watching as a viewer, they didn't connect for me. So I didn't connect to the dance. I don't know whether they got a bit swallowed up in the music. and that made the dance look a bit start and stop a bit stationary in places because the music started and stopped so I don't know maybe it's not AJ's fault this didn't go so well Um, I just wasn't a massive fan of it. However, she did have great intensity and great power. I just would have liked to have seen more movement across the floor and to actually activate that power, if you know what I mean. For me, it looked like she had it, but it got stuck. Uh, So maybe that was the choreography. Maybe that was the music. I don't know. I thought the music was very dramatic and powerful and overwhelming for what the dance was. And she did slip as well, which just put her off slightly, I thought. She recovered incredibly and could have been a lot worse than what it was when she slipped she got back up and then i just feel like she was thinking about that moment it put her off i don't know i wasn't at ease watching this dance for whatever reason it was sharp but I think that sharpness translated into a bit of stiffness, and there wasn't enough extension for me. There wasn't enough shaping. There wasn't, you know, enough thought in what she was doing. It looked quite blocky to me. I also totally agree with Craig what he said about the walks at the beginning, and that was my initial reaction. She just looked like she was walking. It didn't have enough grounding and uh, power. It's all about the heel leads and really getting into the floor and creating extension, and it didn't have that um, for me at all. It just looked like she was walking normally. So, not her best dance, but also not a really bad dance. She's at the bottom of the leaderboard. Should she be there? No, I don't think so. But, just not AJ's best dance. The scores are in. Seven. Next up to take to the floor was Dan and Nadia with an American Smooth. And for me, this routine was a little safe. Not really what we're wanting from week eight now. It was just a nice routine for me. It didn't wow me. It didn't surprise me. It was just sort of like, okay you know, a nice routine, but we now need more. And I've been saying that for quite a couple of weeks now about Dan. We're still needing more from him that he's not bringing that the other couples are. I think what Dan does, and I've said it before, is bring great entertainment and personality. But this didn't have that for me. And I don't know whether that was because it was a slower dance. It really lacked expression. And I think Craig said that. I do have to say he has improved his frame massively. And that's something he should be proud of because he kept that horizontal line, it was nice, it didn't drop, it didn't look heavy, it was sustained, which is an improvement, which is good, and I, I think he tried to have good footwork. It was a bit hit to miss sometimes, and I didn't see it all because the cameras change. There wasn't massive errors in the footwork, just overall, the overall look of the dance and the movement across the floor was not really what I'm looking for in week eight doing an American Smooth. Like I said, it it lacked expression and I don't know why that was. Maybe it was because he was in hold, I don't know. But I think Motsi said this, she wants Dan to express himself I want him to do the same thing. I want him to sell it. I think what happened was he was too concentrated on getting the footwork right and making sure that it was in the right places that he then forgot to perform it. It was very closed off. I'd like to have seen him just lift his head up a little bit. And I've said that in other weeks as well. His head was too forward and it made his posture look a bit off. So just bring his head back, shoulders down, um and I I think the look of the dance would have been improved. He did attempt some lifts, and he should be proud of that, because to have them on time to make sure that you get Nadia up there is something that's quite tricky, but he needs to improve the transitions from the lifts, and they have to surprise you. The timing was good, but the surprise factor wasn't there for me. They just looked a little bit stiff, and he struggled to get Nadia up there in uh, the second lift, I think it was. So, yeah, he just needed to improve on that, and when they were doing the side-by side parts, I would like to have seen more extension, because that's what makes the American Smooth different to normal ballrooms, you can do lots of extension, you can do lots of theatre jazz parts, however, saying all that, he did look smart, he did attempt some good footwork, like I said, and his frame was there, but overall, I just would have liked to have seen more drive, more extension, and a bit more performance, because the American Smooth is all about performing it, extension, expression, great lifts, I have no idea how one judge scores it a four, and the other judge scores it a nine. To me, that just does not make any sense, and it's completely bizarre. I think the scoring for especially this dance was just crazy. I don't think it was a four. I think that was a bit cruel. I don't think it was a nine. It wasn't Dan's best dance. It wasn't his worst dance. It was just an okay dance. A bit safe, just nice. Not something that you would remember. The scores are in. Six. When they announced on social media that Reese and Nancy would be doing a Charleston, I thought, right, I'm excited to see this one because his energy has been a little bit of a problem in other dances and he's not controlling it and putting it in the right places. However, this dance, his Charleston, I thought really suited him. He had great energy, he had great expression and on some of the lifts and the jumps, he had amazing elevation. To get off the floor so high is great. It's like Tigger. I think someone else has said that. I do think his transitions could have been smoother in and out of the lifts. Even though his Charleston, he chose to dance it quite sharp, it didn't look loose, which is fine. You can do the Charleston one of two ways. You can have loose swivels, or you can have really precise and sharp swivels. And Reese decided to dance it quite sharply, which was nice. But... I just feel he could have had smoother transitions in and out of lifts. They didn't look seamless to me. And they didn't look like they surprised me. And in the lifts, I want to see surprise. So I didn't get that. I also thought his feet just turned in ever so slightly on the first swivel. When he went into that, they were turned in. Now, in the Charleston, you can turn your feet in. But your feet should be facing opposite directions. And at one point, they were both facing the same direction on one of his swivels, which didn't look right. But what I loved about this is that it was a classic classic Charleston. The look of it looked like a classic Charleston. It had classic music and it really did have great Charleston expression. I think this was the first dance that I think suited him, and he danced to the style. He didn't add his own dance style in there. He really took on the style of the dance and performed it at his best, which I've really wanted to see from Reese for a while. I think he understood the style. He knew what he needed to do. He knew where he had to be. He knew what steps were coming next. He thought ahead of the music, and he danced in sync with Nancy, which, again, I've not seen before. I've always thought he had a bit too much Energy, not controlling it in the right place, and was a bit too in front of Nancy, but they danced in sync, and that's what you want from a Charleston. I didn't actually write anything down for this dance because it captured my attention from the very first beat, and I think that's maybe a running thing in the Charleston that I don't write anything down because it's such a fast dance. I think here the choreography was fantastic, and there was no room for errors. If he missed a beat, if he missed a swivel, or got on the wrong foot it all could have collapsed because I think there was not a beat that he was not dancing usually in the Charleston you know it starts high energy and you see them getting a little bit labored as it goes on they start getting tired and I don't think that was the case here all I would say is just clean up the transitions make them look smoother and it would have been a perfect Charleston for me he did get a 40, and I was surprised that Craig gave it a 10, because I thought, hmm, was it better than AJ's last week? I don't know, I'll leave that up to you to decide. For Craig, it was, because he gave it a 10, and didn't give AJ a 10 last week, but again, an amazing, amazing Charleston, if we're just watching entertainment, and it was Reese's best dance yet, absolutely, it suited him so well, his energy worked for this dance, it really did, so for that, he should be proud, because he's finally had a Dance that has done really well. The scores are in. Nine. Next up, we had Sarah and Aliash with an Argentine tango. And when they announced this one on social media, I was a little bit unsure. And I'll be honest about that because it has the same feeling as her couple's choice. I thought it's quite a serious dance. And I just thought, "Mm, is she going to be good at this? Because her couple's choice wasn't great. However, I was actually surprised. I thought she did really well with this dance. It was strong. It was intense. It was very passionate between them. Shirley mentioned that right at the start, they were almost, you know, touching faces. It was so intense, and I loved that about it, because in the Argentine Tango, that's what you want. I thought she had great intention. She had nice precision in what she was doing. She knew where she needed to be. She knew what she had to do to get there, and I liked that about it. I thought it was very clean. There was one point where she was walking backwards, and her legs were so straight, and she used the correct parts of her feet, which were just amazing, but because it was so precise and clean, the judges kind of said, did it look a bit stiff at times? And I know what they mean, especially with the Ganchos, when she was swinging her leg from side to side, it all should happen at the knees, which it did, but it should look a little bit more unexpected and natural. And Craig, of course, mentioned uh, that they should look looser. So she could have made them look a bit looser, so they come out of nowhere. But I thought it was actually quite good what she did. I liked the precision of them. I have to agree, though, that it needed more reaction from her she has to react to what Aliash is doing it has to look unexpected and natural and at times it looked a bit blocky and a bit placed so I like the precision but I think the precision created this effect that it looked blocky just more reaction to what Aliash was doing because then that would give her a bit more reason to do what she was doing in terms of the movement but I loved her extension on the lunges her leg was straightened out I don't think it was straight on the first one but it did improve it it was nice and straight for the rest of them, and that's what you want in an Argentine Tango. She had great extension of the legs. She pointed her toes, so she really had the finer details here. And her timing was superb. There was not one point where she was off time or off balance. She absolutely knew where she had to be, and she was there on time, which was great. I do agree with Anton when he was saying about that she needs to perform it more. It was quite closed off. I want her to sell it and perform it more. She's done it in some dances not really much in this one but apart from that i really enjoyed it i love the atmosphere that she created and i got that through the television so i would love to have seen and you know been in the actual studio when she was dancing She had great vertical line. Her posture was incredible. And I think that's what helped her stay on balance. She didn't wobble. She didn't lean too far back. She had great vertical line. So for me, it was one of Sarah's best dances. I really do think it was. She should be proud of herself for this one. It was clean. It was precise. She could have just opened up a bit more, had a bit more reaction. But apart from that, it was pretty good. The scores are in. Eight. Next up, bringing the party festival vibe to the dance floor was John and Johannes with their Samba. And right from the beginning, I knew that I would like this dance because I loved the colour, I loved the production, I loved how it looked, I loved their shirts. I just thought they looked amazing. Great, great look for the Samba. The Samba's a festival dance, it's all about bringing that festival vibe, bringing the energy, and I thought he did that amazingly. What I loved about this is that he performed it well. He didn't just dance the steps one by one. He really understood, I thought, you know, with the shimmies and the energy that he brought, that the the Samba is a festival party dance. So, I loved that. Every single beat had something to do and he could not lose timing, which he didn't. The Samba timing is so tricky. The one, at two. And he did that amazingly. The accent was there. He had the bounce, was It was just brilliant. There was so much content in it. He had some stationary samba walks, which were great. He had the hip action. He had the timing on them and the accent that he needs to have. He had great vaulters. I do think he could have had more Cuban motion on the vaulters. It was just a bit jagged, the hip action for me. But he had some great crisscross butterfogos, and I loved those. What I loved about them is when he did the extension with his hands, he added like a little wrist flap or whatever. I loved that because it had a great cheekiness about it. He did have some batch of carders, and I thought he could have just loosened up a little bit in those, and had a bit more hip rotation, but I loved his promenade runs, they had great circular motion, they got round each other, he had great extension, and great drive on those, so the actual samba content was danced really well, but like I said, it was a bit stiff of hip at times, and what I want John to do in this dance, is to make it look unexpected, for it to come out of nowhere, and to look a bit freer, I think I think that, because this was the the only time that I saw a difference really between John and Johannes so all I'd say to John is just dance freer make it look a bit more natural and unexpected and it would look perfect for a samba but it was a great celebration of dance it had great energy he sustained it it had nice bounce I would like to have seen it go into the knees a bit more but I really did enjoy it. And I love the Samba when it's danced well. So for me, one of the best Sambas. If not the best Samba of the series. The scores are in. Nine. Next to take to the floor was Tom and Amy with a Venice waltz. I really like Tom, and Tom had a great week last week. He got nines and tens last week. But for some reason this week, um, it's a dance that I don't think I'll remember. Maybe that's a personal thing. I don't know. It was just a bit plain for me. The Vini's waltz is almost like a fast waltz, you know, you you, you should stay quite flat, it shouldn't rise above your height, and you should really have drive across the floor, it should cover a lot of the floor, and it should be very expressive. Out of hold, I thought it was nice, it had a contemporary vibe, but in hold, it lost expression for me. It didn't flow from out of hold to in hold, that kind of made it look a bit blocky and um, not smooth, and the Vini's waltz should be really smooth. He did have a great frame, which he has improved, because I remember from previous ballrooms that his frame hasn't been great. He, I think, has worked on that and really tried to get that vertical line up there, and he sustained it throughout. So that's something that has improved, and it was nice to see. But for me, this routine was just a bit safe. Not really what a Vini's wall should be, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I have to agree with Motsy about extending his spine and that would just create a bit more volume and I have to agree with Anton that he got lost in the music a bit. I don't know whether the music was building up but the dance wasn't building up. So I'd like to see him perform it more. If he was to come out and sell it, even if the dance isn't amazing and he sells it, then I think it will really help. Like last week with his Paso was fantastic. I did notice as well and if I noticed it, the judges definitely noticed it, that he didn't do as many heel leads as he should do. He missed quite a couple of heel leads on the one. And what that did is it made it look a little bit laboured. He needed to have more drive across the floor. And that's what would have got that. If he did the heel leads, it would push him on his standing foot and get him moving. But I do have to say, they partner each other incredibly. They really do. They have a great connection when they dance. I just want him to open up and perform it in this case. So that we could have connected to the dance as well. So for me, not one of Tom's best dances. Not his worst but not his best. And of course, because he had such a great week last week, probably this week, Not it was kind of always not going to be his best week this week. I don't know, because it was so good last week. Sometimes that's not the case and you do have good weeks on the run, but there's always that downfall of some of the dances. So for this, I don't think it was his best. It's not one that I'm going to remember, I don't think, um, but a good effort. The scores are in. Seven. What do we even talk about for Rose and Giovanni? I don't... Well, I do know, actually. But I just think these two are incredible. I think Rose is so brave. I say it every week. She's just amazing. Such a role model. And Giovanni is just incredible too. Because he's had to adapt to teaching dance in a different way. And he's never done this before. So it's just incredible the way he's... Communicating dance to Rose and having to adapt the way he teaches, the way he dances, the way he connects, and the way he leads. It's just phenomenal. They danced A Couple's Choice, and it was probably the only couple's choice in this series that I immediately recognised to be an actual dance style. It was very contemporary. She said in her VT that there's a special moment, and I just knew it. I guessed it. I was like, this is absolutely what's going to happen. The music is going to stop in the middle of the performance, and that's exactly what happened it was beautiful such a touching inspirational eye-opening routine I thought and it had so much meaning And of course it had so much meaning and i think in contemporary dance that's exactly what you want it has to come from somewhere if it doesn't come from somewhere it just looks like a set of moves but because rose really felt this performance that translated to the audience at home it was just so touching the storytelling was superb and again that's also what you want in contemporary it has to flow it has to take you on a journey and it just did just that. I do have to be honest, the dancing was not perfect, but like Giovanni said, in this case, it's not really about the scores. It's not really about the, you know, the opinions of people. It's about what they did on the dance floor, and what they did was remarkable. I do agree with Craig. I do think she could have had more energy, a bit more earth, and I also thought it could have just had a bit more extension and flow at times, but if we're not judging the dance and we're judging the emotion, how it made you feel, feel then absolutely 10 out of 10 because it was so inspirational what she's doing every week is just fantastic she's coming out breaking barriers surprising us giving us great entertainment um and I just I just love her I do I love them both I think it was amazing that she was able to dance and tell her story and Rose said that at the end you know she said thank you for letting me tell my story I thought it was beautiful and really that's what you want from couple's choice you know if they're not giving it a category or a style this year, then it has to have some connection. It has to have some meaning behind it. And this was just full of meaning. I think this dance was more than just a dance and it was actually art. What I loved as well after the silent part is that Giovanni like nodded to Rose like, yeah, you're doing amazing. You know, the connection they had between each other was just fantastic and I love their relationship on and off the dance floor. So a really, really beautiful dance that I'm sure connected with a lot of people. I think it's great what Rose are doing and it's great that Strictly have given her the chance because when she started the show, I didn't know who she was. I'm sure quite a lot of people didn't know who she was. And when we found out she was deaf, it was a bit like, oh, that's going to be a surprise. How's that going to work? But it has absolutely worked. The best couple's choice I've seen this year. The scores are in. Nine. So there we go. That's what I thought of all the dances. And I Yeah, not my favourite week, I'll have to be honest. There was some high-scoring dances there. I didn't give lower than a 6. No 10s this week. Nobody massively wowed me, and no dance was perfect, in my opinion. You know, it's week 8 now. It's getting serious. We need a bit more from quite a lot of them. So, hopefully, next week, for musicals, they'll bring out some amazing performances. I love musicals week, because they're able to add performance and acting, and you can judge that as well. Do they bring out a West End performance? Because that is what I... I'm wanting to see from Musicals Week. Okay, let's talk about who I voted for. As always, I casted three votes online and I kind of have a range of couples this week. What I tried to do is distribute my votes, one for one of the best dances of the night, the next vote for one of my favourite dances of the night, and then another vote that I casted to a couple just to try and save them a bit because I think they might be in trouble. So, this is who I voted for. The first couple that I voted for was Rose and Giovanni for their brilliant couples choice. I think she is so brave, so inspiring to come out and share her story. It was the best couples choice that I've seen all series. It was beautiful, it had such emotion, it was inspiring, and the silent moment was just something that will go down in Strictly history. The dancing wasn't perfect, but in a situation like this, I think it's more about Rose and Giovanni and what they did on the floor, the message behind it, which was so powerful. The second couple that I voted for was John and Johannes, and that was because it was possibly my favourite dance of the night. I love a samba when it's done well, and I thought he did really well with that. It was full of content. It had great energy, great bounce. It just needed to be a bit freer for me, like I said. But it was John's best Latin dance, so for that, I had to vote for him. And then my third vote went for a couple that I think is going to be in trouble this week. They were right at the start of the running order, and the judge just didn't seem to rave too much about her dance i thought it was quite good and that was tilly and nikita with their quick step i just thought maybe she's gonna get forgotten about she was in the dance off last week so she's got another chance maybe this week to be there again so i voted for her just to uh, protect her a little bit i don't think she should be in the dance off because i thought it was one of her better dances Okay, that's who I voted for. Now, let's talk about the dance-off. This week, for me, there was no perfect dances, but I do know the couples that I really don't think are going to be there. AJ's dance was not perfect, but I don't think she's going to be in the dance-off because I think people are going to get behind her. We've also got Sarah and Aliash, so, you know, could she be safe? For me, in my opinion, yes, I think she should be, but again, where are the public going to vote? And then I also think about Tom and Amy. It wasn't the most memorable Viennese waltz. It didn't capture my attention, and I think in a couple of weeks we will have forgotten about it, so not technically perfect either. I'm finding it hard to narrow it down to two couples. I think Dan should be there in terms of his dancing level, because it was my lowest score of the night, and he's at a much lower level than the other couples, which is a shame, because he brings so much entertainment to the show, but for week eight now, he needs to really improve, I thought, Um, so he could be there, but again, people I think are going to get behind him, so I'm finding it really hard to come up with a bottom two this week. If I did have to narrow it down completely, I would have to say Tilly and Tom or Dan. (laughs) I'm really, really unsure this week, but we will find out after this music whether any of those names I suggested are in the dance-off well. I was right to put a vote in for Tilly, because she ended up in the dance-off again. She was second to be announced for the dance-off, and the first couple was Sarah and Aliash, which, in terms of the dancing, was actually a shock to me. I thought it was one of her best dances she's done, so I was shocked by that. Um, I was shocked to see Dan go through in terms of the dancing, but not because it's down to the public, and people are saving him. I was also surprised to see Tom go through, because his dance wasn't amazing this week but yeah sarah and tilly in the dance off and it was a really tough dance off it was actually quite close or i thought it was going to be close until the dance off actually started the judges all decided to save tilly but who would i have saved tess it's over to you who are you going to save and why When this dance-off started, I thought it was going to be quite a tough dance-off for me because I gave both couples an eight on Saturday night. However, one couple didn't improve on Saturday night. They were a little bit wobbly, they were a bit uncertain, and I think the nerves got to one couple more than the other. One couple had a lot more determination, they looked more in control of what they were doing. So for that reason, I'm going to have to save Tilly and Nikita. So there we go. Week eight is finished. And next week is Musicals Week, which I cannot wait for. I absolutely can't wait to see what the couples are going to bring. We already know some of the dances and they're going to be amazing. What I love about Musicals Week is it's more about the entertainment. Can you bring out a performance? Can you act? Can you put all that together with dancing to create a full package? I can't wait to see what's in store. Musicals Week is going to be something special I can feel it thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry Strictly podcast if you enjoyed make sure to follow the podcast on podcast platforms and that's about it so there's only one way to sign out of the podcast are you ready say it with me keep dancing